passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mark Willard, Joe Shasky, Garlic Fries, and Baseball Guys, if you like what you are hearing, we invite you to subscribe to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast feed. All right, three up, three down, three players we really like what we're seeing uh, from so far, and then three players where maybe we're looking for something a little bit different. Um, how you feeling? You want to start with up or down? I'm going to start up because okay. this is your guy. This is your account, and I'm late to this account. I admit this on the front end. What about your boy, Brandon Belt? Are you kidding me? Let me I'm read in. some of these numbers. He Heading into today, he was obviously slashing 275, 396, 600, Four home runs in 40 at-bats. He's on a 50 home run pace. I don't think he's going to maintain that. But just early returns two weeks in, not only are they managing his games played properly and the matchups against who the pitcher is on the on the mound, his bat just looks quick through the zone, and he looks totally different character-wise. Like He looks so confident as a human right now. I'm so happy for him and for him to hit that home run on his birthday. Just Brandon Belt, he's way, way up. Um, look, this is something that triggers me here a little bit. I need to just look right into the eyes of every Giants fan who's been around for a number of years and listen to these words. The belt wars are over. They are over. If you were on the other side of Brandon Belt, stand up, raise your hand and say I was wrong. It's okay. We're all wrong sometimes in life. But this guy, and you know where, where credit is due beyond obviously just Brandon himself. Absolutely. I mean, Brandon, Brandon has hung in through these uh, wars, and I get it. He gets injured a lot, and, and, uh, and that frustrates people, and, and that's fair. The body is, is getting older, and sometimes you don't like the look on his face. He doesn't look like he's this, that, or the other. Can we give another shout to Farhan Zaidi, Gabe Kapler, uh, the whole staff, uh, because – they came in right away and said, we value what Brandon does. Mm -hmm. And that was at a time where people who were against Brandon Belt thought that they were winning the Belt Wars, right? Like, that was at a time where, like, hey, you know, I mean, this guy, we need a first baseman who's going to hit more home runs. Mm -hmm. They came in and said, the guy has the best eye in Major League Baseball. He's an elite defender at first base. Um, maybe they even saw that he had some leadership qualities. I'm all in on this captain thing. Some people think it's campy. I think with Buster Posey leaving, Joe, it's exactly what this team needs right now. Some people blossom at different ages. I mean, like, you know, I, the guy I am today at 39 isn't the dude I was at 24, 26. You know, you you mature, you evolve. Look, all credit to him. You, you talked about the staff and them working with him. 
I think for an old dog to learn new tricks, he deserves a ton of credit as well because he's made like simple adjustments. He's hitting that inside pitch and driving it really far. He's taking the away pitch if you're shifting and he'll drop a bunt just to keep you honest. Like, I'm sorry. If this is the Brandon Belt moving forward, how can you be against this guy? I love what I'm seeing. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Oh, he's been the centerpiece of the team so far, and, and he was down the stretch yes. uh, last year as well. I do think, like, stats got lost because he missed time again last year. But, I mean, in limited duty, 29 home runs. 97 games. 29 home runs yeah, last in 97 year. games. Yeah, yeah. And you Incredible. Said he's on a 50 homer pace right now. So, yeah, man, Brandon Belt is definitely up. Um, on the other side, let's give you one that's down, and that is uh, Mauricio Dubon. Mm -hmm. And uh, listen, uh, Gabe Kapler backed him again at the end of the Mets series uh, because he comes in when Steven Duggar gets hurt and with a two-strike count, goes up there and tries to bunt. Now, Gabe said after the game that, listen, we support it. The chances of you coming in cold off the bench and getting a hit there are not good. So you're trying to surprise the Mets. Okay, maybe that's the case. Gabe Kapler has now had to back Mauricio Dubon in a postgame press conference twice, uh, 13 games into the mm -hmm. season. Joe, what do you think here? I had a buddy, good buddy, reach out to me yesterday and goes, is it me or has Dubon not played since the bunt incident against San Diego? So I looked it up. Here's the fact. He played he the played next the day. the very next yes. day. And got a hit Brandon, in the first half. Crawford getting hurt. Yes. He played the very next day, and that was it. Wow. Has not appeared in a game since then until being forced into duty huh. with Steven Duggar getting hurt in the middle of an at-bat. What's your read on that? I mean, I think that there's layers to this. I mean, we had so many debates on Kapler coming out and defending him. What was the conversation in the dugout during the game? What was the conversation with Kapler and Bo Mel the very next day? Look, the reality is, is that Mauricio Dubon more resembles Kelby Tomlinson than he does Robbie Thompson, right? I mean, he's he's probably a fringe major leaguer at best, and I don't think that's a, a mean thing to say. I think that's the realistic assessment. Here's where I get frustrated with Mauricio Dubon. He doesn't really have a position on the infield specifically. He's not really a backup shortstop, nor is he a second or third baseman, because I don't think he has the arm for that. And then in the outfield, he takes bad angles, you know, and, and they have so many outfielders. He just doesn't hit. Mark, I, I, I just – I don't want to crush the guy on the way out the door. Right. The uh, self-awareness with the whole bunt situation, I feel like it might have sealed his fate, and they brought up Ramos as a little taste. Got a feeling we're going to go back to the well with Ramos at some point. Well, we'll see. I mean, Dubon does give you um, some versatility to be all uh, on the infield or the outfield. He does not have any options left. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this one sort of plays out. I just think – you know, Joe, we here in the Bay Area like to think that we're pretty smart. Yeah. And therefore, we like to watch athletes who who look smart mm -hmm. on, on the field. And there are plenty of them. I mean, look, look at, you know, take a Draymond Green with the Warriors. Like, yeah. this guy's a savant. Mauricio, man, I mean, I've talked to him. I don't think he's not a smart – he is a smart guy. Mm -hmm. But there are too many baseball mental errors, seemingly. Seemingly. Again, Gabe keeps backing him. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's, um, maybe that, maybe he was sent out there to do that, but there are too many times base running mistakes yes. where it feels like he's not playing intelligent ball.
opening night. I mean, opening day, whatever it was, you know, the extra innings, he's the extra runner or the ghost runner, whatever they're calling it these yeah. days. And he gets thrown off the bases in that situation. Like you just can't do that. There, there are certain things that I call dugout sins. You know, I'm walking back into the dugout and forgive me father for I have sinned and, and I've let the team down. And that's what he's guilty of sometimes. And, one, two a month, okay. It seems like there's one or two a game for him, unfortunately. I just think he's the odd man out once they get, you know, a full roster. Okay, three up, three down. Let's go to another up. I'm giving yeah. it to one of the new guys. Um, he is hitting 297. Oh. He is already pumped three over the wall, which is exactly what he's here to do, even if he's somewhat of a platoon player. Uh, but welcome home, Jock Peterson. The early oh. returns are really, really good, right? And it's not just production um, as far as uh, extra base hits, even though that's the main thing. But can I get a little something for the energy, the yes. smile, um, the, the swagger? How about, how about uh, the socks? The weird-looking the, 1992 pants sock thing he's got going. Jock does not care how he looks. And I don't mean <laughs> that in a bad way, but he's just like – I'm going to do this with my hair. I'm going to do yes. that over there with my socks. I'm going to do this with the way I blouse my jersey. I'm going <laughs> to sort of swing like it's a beer league softball game. Yes. But, man, it fits. It fits because so many things fit in the Bay. But, uh, uh, you know, a kid who grew up here who clearly is having a blast being a giant. And, and then if you go out there and produce the way he has, he, you know, he set the tone in many ways early mm -hmm. in the Cleveland series. Uh, by getting things going with his bat. So, um, you know, this was a one-year, $6 million signing at the 11th hour, and, and look at the dividends already. No, I love them, and, and they need an injection of fun. I mean, let's be quite frank here. The team can be boring at times with some of the uh, the old schools, like Brandon Crawford. He looks sexy. He doesn't necessarily, like, scream and yell and do the goofy things that fans love. How about the catch from Jock the other night in left field? And then he, like, makes it like an NFL. Yeah, I caught that. That's that's two feet inbounds. Like, it's the little subtle things like that that I love about him. And he gives me Matt Stairs vibes at the plate. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to put both booty cheeks into it. I, I'm all here for the Jock Peterson experience. And I'm telling you, the look is incredible. It's not knee-high. And it's not all the way down Barry Bonds baggy pants style. It's like somewhere in between where you see just enough sock. I don't know. It's it's calf length. It's incredible to look. I mean, you know the bug in Men in Black where the guy, it's almost <laughs> like, right, the clothes and the skin are all just kind of hanging in a weird way. I mean, I might start calling Jock the bug, man. I'm I like, like everything's that. just kind of, it I just like doesn't, that. it doesn't look normal, but man, it works. And, and you're right. Yeah, it's fun. And, and there needs to be more of that, right? Yes. We love that. Play with joy. Play with joy. Steph Curry, play with joy, man. And he he does that, doesn't take it too seriously, and uh, and that's fun to watch. Let me give you one of these guys that I'm, I'm just slightly down on, and, and I love the guy overall. I think he's really young, but <sighs> – Something's a little off right now, and, and I'm going to get to him in a second here. It's Camillo Duval. Uh, the, the young man was just an absolute comment at the end of last year. The final month of this season, he was unhittable. He looked really good at times in the playoffs, and then game five came around. He lost control. I, I don't know what it was. Fastball, he just did not trust. He went slider, slider, slider. Eventually hanging one, Bellinger rips it. It seems like as the season has progressed early on here, he does not trust the fastball and he's slider heavy and he can't get it over in certain situations and guys are either waiting on it or he's not getting it over for a strike. 
I'm going to file this under early season young player mechanics, but it is something that I'm going to be monitoring, and I'm a little worried about Duvall right now. Yeah, I mean, we have to remember how young he is and that a year ago we had still never even heard of him exactly. last April, right? And so, um, you know, doing it on the regular, uh, being the ninth inning guy at, at this age, a lot is being thrown on his plate. So uh, I'm here for the Camilo Duvall experience, but I hear you. It's 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 frightening when you have a good team, mm -hmm. and let's let, let's call it what it is. The Giants are going to be involved in one run games all yeah. the time, and so whoever's handling your ninth inning, I mean, Joe, we're all in the building that that opening day. Uh. I mean, it almost got ruined. It uh -huh. all, I mean, that was, uh -huh. it was like, what a perfect day. It was, it was yes. 75 degrees, yes. you know, speaking of garlic fries, I mean, it just, the smell is taking over the day, the optimism coming out there and just rolling through the Marlins mm -hmm. and then watching it dissipate in the ninth inning with your young star or exciting closer mm -hmm. was deflating. Thank goodness for Tyro Estrada. Thank goodness the Giants ended up figuring it out. But, yeah, I think there's going to be some bumps early. I'm still high on the guy. Me too. Uh, you know, once once he gets going. But but you point to that control. The control's got to be so good for him. He's got to pitch ahead in the count. Yeah. For me, the most important pitch for him is strike one. Totally. If, if he gets that hitter in an 0-1 count, that hitter's in trouble. But he just hasn't refined it yet. Yeah, I I worry about guys that have those moments in the playoffs, especially the young guys coming back the next year. Like you never know how much of that can kind of not mentally ruin a guy, but just it's, it's there. It's that scar tissue. You know, Brad Lidge, that ball still hasn't landed from the playoffs, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so I look at the young man and I say, pick and choose the spots giants. Let's be delicate with this one. Let's not be stubborn. Let's let's build up his confidence a little and let's work on him. Remember this giants fans, Trevor Hoffman didn't have his first 40 game season, 40 save season until he was like 27, 28 years old. Mariano Rivera, 27, 28 years old. Brian Wilson didn't have 40 saves until he was 26 years old. These things take time in the bullpen. It's like a quarterback. You don't just all of a sudden become a closer. You grow into the position. So I think we all, me included, just need to be patient with the young man as he kind of learns on the fly. Three up, three down. We got one more of each. Let's yeah. go to one more up, and I think it's an obvious pick. Oh. It is Carlos Rodon, and this guy is electric. We talked about the look on his face. Um, you know, you had a stat on your show. What was it? First three starts as a giant. This yeah. is the most strikeouts since Christy Mathewson. Uh, 1908. Christy Mathewson started Man. the season. Yeah, back, back when I was playing. In 1908, <laughs> 30 strikeouts. Well, Carlos Rodon just did something that no one's done in 112 years, 114 years. Struck out 29. 29 guys through his first three starts. And it's just the moxie, Mark. I mean, the moxie from this guy is incredible. Absolutely. You know, and we're, we're also, I mean, we're talking about his depth into games. I want to mention this real quick. Don't worry about that. First of all, three starts in, he's only two thirds of an inning short of what Logan Webb has done. Exactly. So the depth in games, uh, we have to, as baseball fans, change the way we look at that. I know that we want guys to go seven, eight, nine. It's very, very rare now in today's baseball, number one. Number two, if you're going to strike out a lot of people, it's going to take a lot of pitches, yes. right? Like the way you go deep into a game is you get guys out on one or two pitches. He doesn't do that a lot because these guys can't hit him. And lastly, you want him to pitch the full year. 
This is a guy with an injury history. This is a guy who was losing velocity toward the end of the year last year. And the Giants are going to be aware of that. I'm okay with them every time. Every time you're like, uh, should we should we push it one more inning? No, no. Put him on the bench and make sure he's there for game one or game two in October. Through eight days of baseball, eight days, only one pitcher in all of baseball had gone into the eighth inning. His name was Logan Webb. Baseball's changed, everyone, okay? The days of guys going into the seventh and eighth inning, those are those are beyond us, especially with a shortened spring training. All right, let's get to our, our one down before we before we transition here. Uh, the last guy, I mean, it's got to be Di Sclafani. I mean, yeah. right now, I'm, I'm really worried about where he's at. It's, it's not the end of the world. I'm monitoring the situation. He needs to bounce back. The velocity's there. He's just hanging pitches right now. And of the elite starting pitching that they have going, he's clearly the weak link right now. Well, give me, give me the out pitch for Anthony Di Sclafani. We can go to so many pitchers on this team and tell you about the pitch yeah, that pays call. the bills, right? Logan yeah. Webb and the changeup, uh, Rodon and, and the fastball, Doval and the fastball, Cobb, his fastball. Look at Alex Wood, the way he pitches to lefties and and, and the slider and the way he changes mm-hmm. speed. Di Sclafani, it's like he's the one who's got to be so perfect with his location because if his location is not there, those pitches sit. And, and, and again, you know, you're talking about someone who in the, in the, uh, in the start against the Mets gives up two early home runs. Yeah. The giants have made, uh, made it very clear what they're telling their pitchers, keep the ball in the ballpark, but you can see it when those pitches are not in the exact spot they need to be. If he's just a little bit off mm-hmm. man, they're hangers. Yeah. And, and for him, fastball curveball, I felt like that was kind of his bread and butter last year and he can't locate either of them right now. And when he does, he's leaving it way over the zone. The other part of this is guys, the New York Mets hit the ball like newsflash. This is going to be a team that's competing for a playoff spot. That series felt much more like August and September and dare I say October than it did April. Before we get to some bigger issues for the entire season, our reaction to the off season with the San Francisco giants, Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.